All right, September 17th, 2020, and this is the the Thursday before uh, before the second week of football, which, oh, man, the first week was great. Like, it looked great. It sounded good. I The only time I ever didn't think that it, there weren't people in the stands is every once in a while they would show the stands, which please stop doing that, or when they would the announcers would talk about how there's nobody in the stands, which please stop doing that as well. The rest of the time, it felt, yeah. felt great. I, I enjoyed every minute of it. Totally agree. I, in fact, half the time that I was watching, I forgot that there were no fans in the stands. Mm-hmm. Yeah, same here. Yeah, yeah, no, absolutely. And I gorged myself on football on Sunday. I did. I sat in oh, my yeah. massage chair and did nothing but watch football all day long. <laughs> and it was the, I know. I ate terrible food and I just sat like a glutton and just consumed. And it was it was everything <laughs> I thought it could be. America. But, yeah. <laughs> Consume and watch, Dan. That's what you're obligated to do. I, I'm in. And watch. Yeah. So tonight we have Browns Bengals, and I never thought I would say this about a Browns Bengals game before, but I am really excited. Like I cannot wait to, wait to I watch know. this. I, yeah, I totally agree. It's you know the Browns were swallowed up by the Ravens, so it's kind of hard to see what the Browns are. Yeah, because the, the Ravens are so great. They're just going to do that to a few uh, teams then, this year. Yeah, and, yeah, and, and uh, not only no, that, I mean, rookie head coach, rookie offensive and defensive coordinators, and no off season really. It's going to take them some time to figure out who they are. Yeah, yeah, and 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 the the Browns. I mean, it appears on paper it's an all pro team. Yeah, it, it appears that the weak link is just is a Baker Mayfield. I mean, there's last year he he had a he had a jacked up hand, throwing hand. Mm-hmm. So this year there will be out of excuses after this year uh they'll have to know one way or another whether he's the guy because my god you could not put a better team around a rookie quarterback yeah i mean we've seen rookie quarterbacks all over i mean arguably the chiefs o-line is not even good <laughs> i mean patrick Mahomes is just phenomenal and he makes quick decisions and throws it i mean so uh, there's, there's uh, quarterbacks the all over no the no team. no 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 the chiefs Eric offensive Fisher's line good. is good yeah. you are wrong about that the chiefs offensive line has two of the best tackles in the game they got the Eric Chiefs Fisher, the Chiefs. One of the best. No, they got Eric Fisher and Mitchell Schwartz, who are both really, really good. Mm, Mitchell Schwartz is all right. No, yeah. dude, Mitchell yeah, Schwartz, right. you were you were absolutely dead wrong. Mitchell Schwartz is one of the best tackles out there. He is absolutely one of the best tackles out there. You were beyond wrong on this one. Go. He wasn't the best tackle in football when he was with Cleveland last year. Well, uh, hard to be the best tackle that, year in Cleveland. I'm telling you, go look. At, go do some due diligence and look into Mitchell Schwartz. Go, he is really, really good. Uh, if my computer would work uh, a little faster. Uh, yeah, I was trying to see how old is that dude now? Uh, Mitchell Schwartz? Let's see. Uh, he's yeah. too old. He's 31. No, he's not that old. Uh, 31. But for yeah, a tackle, that that's, that not, that's about prime for a tackle. That, that's No, that's not too bad. No. That's not too bad. Uh, but either way, my point is there's a lot of quarterbacks that are doing a whole lot more with a whole lot less than Baker Mayfield's got. And so I'm interested to see if if the Ravens was just like a bad example of this year of a, uh, of a healthy Baker, or will he be able to do something against the Bengals and, and make the Browns look like they should look? Um, but, I mean, I saw a lot of throws that were just totally errant last week that you can't blame on the Ravens, so – I doubt it. Uh, I think it'll be a close game, only because the uh, the O line for Cincinnati is terrible. Uh, but I think Burroughs is a much better quarterback, 
Uh, I think he's got some better weapons. I just don't know if he's going to have the time to let the plays develop to get the weapons out, you know, active, I mean. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I, I hope so because I really want to see what he's got. Um, I hope the, the O-line can gel and play a lot better this week than they did week one. Uh, if they do, I think the Bengals are going to win it. If not, uh, I think it'll be a close game and the Browns might pull it off. So I ended up taking the Bengals and over this week. Yeah. How about I, you? I, so the Bengals are getting six, and the over-under is 43-and-a-half. I, I had the Bengals originally, but I gotta, I'm going to take the Browns just because I think they'll be able to, if nothing else, I think they'll be able to run on the Bengals the entire time. Keep the ball out of Joe Burrow's hands. And with, with Kareem Hunt and Nick Chubb, who are two of the best running backs in the league, I feel like they can just kind of run it out with those guys. And they've got a solid enough defense to, to, to stop Burrow. Um, so I'm going to eat the points. I'm going to take the Browns and over. And, uh, okay. I yeah, of course, and with doing that, I think the Browns win outright. But I think it's going to be an interesting game. Uh, one thing is, I tell you what would be really interesting this year, is if Baker gets hurt and has to take a game off, Case Keenum is the backup. And I don't know that there's a big difference between Case Keenum and Baker, Baker Mayfield. I feel like they're about the same, except Keenum's way more likable. I don't think that, <laughs> I don't think that helps you at all. I don't know if that helps you at all in football, but I like Case Keenum a lot no. more. No, absolutely. Uh, yeah, yeah, I'll have to agree. Um, in fact, I, Case may be a slight upgrade to Baker, honestly, in my opinion. I really think Baker's trash. Uh, I do not I think he's at think all he's a good quarterback. Trash. I think I, he's Johnny Manziel. No, 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 no. He, <laughs> I, that's how bad. No, that's how bad not. I think he is. He's not because the thing he is, is, he is actually accurate. He was that one of the biggest things coming out of college is that he was very he, accurate. He has not been accurate this in the entire NFL career. No, I, I have seen him throwing horribly inaccurate passes and picks all career long in the NFL. Agreed. I mean, in the but, NFL, college is one thing. In pro, he has not been accurate. But if, but he was the thing was he was really accurate in college when when he played. And I think going to the NFL now that's care that's going to take okay, calm down. That's going to take a slight dip. But he's also been in one of the most garbage organizations. This is his fourth head coach in 3 years, and it's been one of those garbage organizations for decades. Uh, which... You know what? Uh, you know what? I, I I don't give you I don't give him credit for that because because he's he's been surrounded by who'd you say the best one of the best tackles in the NFL last year and and he had he had stud he had stud O linemen uh, last year he lost a couple this year uh, uh, but he had he had no last year his offensive receiver. line was very bad they traded a bunch of people this year they got Jedrick Wills and they got Jack Conklin Mitchell Schwartz can't do everything by himself his interior offensive line is not great. Uh, Last year it was. Uh, no, last, last year his offensive line was not good. What's that? Last year's offensive line was not good. They traded away a bunch of pieces to try and get other weapons and No, they had they had some good players last year. They had Joel, no. they had Kevin Zeiter Zeitler, Zeitler was a uh, was a guard, was really good. They had uh, JC Treader, which is a perfectly good center. They had uh, uh what's his name? They had Mitchell Schwartz. Um they their their left tackle was the only one that was not fantastic. It was Chris Hubbard, who a lot of people thought was going to take a giant step up and be really good, but he didn't really. Well, um, well, the only reason they thought he was going to take a step him. up is because their original left tackle got arrested for driving weed across a truck full of weed across the Mexican border. That's right. And Joel Padonio was was the guard. So most, uh, they were all serviceable O linemen. And he had Odell Beckham Jr., Jarvis Landry, Antonio Caldwell until he got in trouble. 
Which time? Uh, and there was some somebody else good on that team as wide receiver also. He had Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt as running back. Well, he only he had, had Kareem Hunt uh, at the end. Uh, look, I, and I know he's got the weapons there, and I'm saying it doesn't matter. He had Nick Chubb. But, he had. But who was his who was his head coach, man? He had Freddie Kitchens, the Buffalo Wild Wing I, champion I of 1996. If you're, if you're that good a quarterback and you're accurate and you have the best wide receivers in the world and that O line that could block and a good defense, you'll overcome a head coach. Case in point, Sean Watson Texans can't. When when not really because Texans win nine win, uh, wins or more every single. They also season. play the Jags every season. They're in a trash. And they're in a trash organization. Do what? They also play the Jags. And back when the Titans were trash, they played them. And the Colts, and, when they and, had and, no quarterback. And and the Browns played the Steelers with no Big Ben twice. And they played the Bengals twice. Uh, are you La- kidding me? No, last that's, year, that's, not that's the horrible, entire time. That's, that's, a, that's a horrible example. That's a horrible example. Yeah, that, your example uh, is horrible. Mayfield, I agree. Mayfield, Mayfield had way more. Way more than most people. He had more weapons, but an offensive line was not good. And... And look, it was not bad. But he's all. It was not one of the. Listen, best Baker when he all. came out needed a coach that would give him structure and could kind of rein him in a little bit. And he went to Cleveland where he got he got none of that. Then they fired that guy. They brought in Freddie Kitchens, which is beyond me. And then they had to get rid of him. They brought in Stefanski. Let's see what Stefanski can do. I'm gonna. This is the last year for Baker Baker because I think this is his fourth year. So if he, they're gonna know. And if they don't extend him and give it or give him that fifth year option, then you know what's you know what's up with them. I'd also like to see what, what happens if well, Case Keenum comes well, in. Well, I know, and I think we'll see tonight. Well, last year you were defending Baker at every chance. Like, well, you understand, he had a broken wrist. He had a broken wrist. Well, he understand? did. He did, and I will defend a dude with a broken wrist. But I saw I saw last week and against the Ravens, healthy. I guess one of the best historically great perfectly teams healthy. of all time. But but it didn't matter. He was there was there was nobody in his face when he made those throws. And I saw him make three or four throws last, uh, on Sunday that were just ten yards off his wide receiver to the left or to the right with nobody around. It was not it was not a play made because there was a hand in his, his face. It was just a clean pocket, terrible throw. And I saw three or four that were just. He had wide receivers wide open and just horribly missed through the ball. I, I don't think um, you can do a I don't think you can do a one eighty in the first week of this year against one of the best historical teams of you know. No, but you can hit a wide open wide receiver when you have no pressure. I get that, but you're not. That, that's not a one eighty. But calm calm down and watch football. this Bengals game before you 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 solidify your decision, especially from going no he can play to no he's Johnny Manziel. Which Johnny Manziel was terrible. He was hot garbage. And, and Baker Mayfield has been too. I just wanted to give him the credit when he did break his thumb on his throwing arm, of course, uh, throwing hand. Like for some reason, the press was ignoring that. And so I do want to give credit when that happens. However, all before that, he had been trash. He was hot garbage last year, but he had an excuse, and I'm giving him that. But this year, he's coming out and playing just as bad. So uh, yeah, you're right. We'll see tonight. He played out. He played um, bad is, one game versus the Ravens. I mean, wait till the Texans play him this week, and also it's going to be the te- okay. We'll get to that game later. I but, will. All right. So the prop bet that you set up is that Burrow will have over under 250 total yards. I'm guessing that means rushing yeah. and passing. Passing. That, well, it says total yards. Passing. It says total yards. Okay. Oh, oh, oh! I did say total yards. Yeah. Ooh. So right. I'm taking yeah, the. We'll stick with total yards. All right. I'm definitely let's taking the over. Yards. I think he had. Yeah, he had like 200 passing yards against. Uh, who did he play? The Chargers, who have a good defense. I'm definitely taking the over on that one. All right. All right. Let's move on to the Sunday game. So Rams at the Eagles. Uh, this one's a pick'em, and the over/under is 45 and a half. I took the Rams I can't in the under. Em. Do what? I can't believe it's a pick'em. 
Yeah, well, the people a lot of people are down on the Rams just because they underperformed last year, and it's at the Eagles, which normally the home team gets three points automatically for being at home. This year, I think it's only two or one and a half. Like it's it's dropped uh, more than any other year because you I don't know that you have that home field other than you're able to come from home if you want. Uh, although even that might not be an advantage. <laughs> Uh, yeah, and uh, but yeah, it's a pickup. I think the Rams are better than people are going to give them credit for. I think they kind of rebounded from. They figured out that Todd everything couldn't hinge on Todd Gurley. Now they've got three backs who can who can work, and they can kind of filter that guy out. So it doesn't all require a Todd Gurley. They've got Malcolm Brown, Cam Akers, and then Daryl Henderson who can all kind of come in and do kind of perform at that level, especially at a t- injured Todd Gurley level. So I think they're actually going to be much better. I also think their offensive line's improved. So I think the Rams win outright. Uh, I would even swallow some points on that. And I think it's under just because the Eagles have pretty good defense but can't score much. Uh, so I'm going to go Rams and under. Yeah, I, just I, I the reason I said I can't believe is, is... – the, the Eagles have nine players on the injury report this yeah. week after one week. Now, granted, a couple of those are resting, but a couple of them are serious. Uh, Jason Peters, is, uh, his knee is actually hurt. Javon Hargrave, his pec and hamstring are both hurt, uh, and he had to come out of the game last week. Alshon Jeffrey's foot is genuinely hurt, and Brandon Graham, the defensive end, is genuinely hurt. Mm. Uh, Deshaun Jackson is probably coming back from, uh, from his injuries. So he was uh, back last played. week. He just didn't do anything. Well, yeah, they have him on officially on rest, whatever that means. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and so, I mean, maybe that gen- legitimately is just resting, but uh, he'll play, he'll but, play though. And yeah, and then I don't know. I just I don't I don't see. I agree. they're playing in Philly, so that's part of it. I just think that the Rams had a rough game against a really good team, and I think they're going to be fine. I think the Rams are going to win. Uh, I think it'll be under, but I think the Rams are going to win, and it'll be. Kind of a horrible game to watch. Yeah, I do. I'll agree with that. Um, <laughs> yeah. The next one is Panthers at the Bucks. Panthers are getting nine, and the over under is forty seven and a half. That's a lot of points to spread. I think it's so many points. It's making me really nervous. Uh, it me too, because I think the Panthers can put up. It, it's it's kind of a they they match up terribly against the Bucks because the Bucks have a really good defense. The Panthers have a really and their offense is still trying to figure themselves out. Granted, they have Tom Brady. But they're still trying to figure themselves out. Chris Godwin's likely out for that game, and so right. the Panthers have. A, I think okay. they're going to have a really fun offense to watch this year. But their defense is all rookies, so I think Tom oh, Brady will be able to pick them apart. So I'm de- that's the over was easy on that one for me because I think it's going to be high scoring. But do they lose by nine? I don't know. That's so. I. I'm, that that's the one that's tough for me. Um, I took Bucks and over, but I don't feel great about it. So here's here's kind of where I come in on this. Uh, there's some uh, there's a lot at play here that that doesn't seem like it would be. One of them being, does does their, their head coach does he think you know what maybe Tom Tom you know he's going to come out angry uh, maybe uh, we can rest Mike Evans because he's obviously hurt and he played hurt last week. You can't maybe they you think can't maybe they him. think what's that? You, who all you have is Scotty Miller. That, well, that's the problem. Yeah, that's their biggest problem. Now, 
here's another here's another thing that's uh, that's that's hurting this right now. Uh, Chris Godwin is on the concussion protocol. Yeah, I just yeah. I and see. yeah, and if he doesn't play Sunday, then you're right. That they got literally nothing. Um, so that's why God, I think Mike uh, Evans think, does play. What's that? That's why I'm saying Mike Evans does play. Yeah, he, yeah, he, he has he, to. He does have to play. But but can they put up enough points with with uh, Mike Evans and then a slew of I don't care if they're the best tight ends ever play, <laughs> just tight ends and one receiver is that enough to put more than ten points you know ten points or more above above their uh, offense, mm-hmm. uh, which isn't bad. Christian McCaffrey's still going to get his, um, and their best corner is Dante Jackson, who's going to be on Mike Evans. I don't know. Like I don't Dante know. Jackson's uh, small. I, just, I don't know if he can cover. Like he's five ten. Mike Evans is a big boy. Yeah. I think. Yeah. He'll... So I'm going Bucks and over uh, because I think Tom Brady's going to be angry after last week and wants to show that he's, you know, it's not Bel- you know Belichick won, which uh, it was not that impressive a game, but people are acting like it. Uh, yeah. But I think he wants to prove he's better than Belichick. Uh, that he's that he's his own man, and I think he's going to come out and play really angry, and he's going to just absolutely punish the Panthers. I, I think that's what ends up happening. Uh, yeah, I, I, it's just it's easier to swallow that the Bucks, because I think the Bucks are going to win. No matter, I don't know the point difference. I think the Bucks are going to win. The nine absolutely. points is so much, though. Uh, I feel really uncomfortable picking the Bucks on that one. If I had to place money, I would try and skip that one. But uh, yeah. I'm gonna yeah I'm gonna stick with the Bucks and over and just feel awful about it. Because nine points just it, it's, it's a lot. And that's gonna be a it's good a offense. Like the Panthers are gonna be a a really fun offense to watch going forward. I love their receiving core. Obviously they have a good running back. And Teddy Bridgewater went deep. He went deep a lot last uh, last week, and that was the biggest biggest knock on him is that people are saying he can't. Yet he seemed to. And Matt Rule, that guy knows yeah. how to do an offense. Yeah, and I'll tell you, I uh, I have Christian McCaffrey in my uh, fantasy league, and that was one of the few games I didn't get to really watch was the Panthers, uh, not the first half. And I, I laughed to myself. I was like, of course. Like, first half, I think he had, like, four carries <laughs> for mm-hmm. Christian McCaffrey. I was like, oh, my God, it's going to be an air-it-out type of offense? Oh, no. <laughs> and then second half, you know, he came back and was himself. But, uh, yeah, no, he, he's not afraid to throw the ball. And, and, and they've got – I mean, Robbie Anderson – is fantastic. DJ Moore is fantastic. Curtis Samuel is pretty good, yeah. uh, and 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 they've got good tight ends. So I think that you know not great ones, but good ones. Uh, Ian Thomas uh, is the other that, one I think is is above average. The other ones I'm yeah disinterested in. Yeah, but Christian McCaffrey's there. No, I think this is going to be an interesting game. Yeah. Yeah, uh, get get comfortable with the Christian McCaffrey kind of doing that. I had him last year all the way to the championship, and he did that to me quite often. Where he would have, he would start off real slow in the first half, and in the second he would just go off. I got I also had DJ Moore last year, and I have him in both my leagues this year, and that was painful. Uh, he had a real off day, and now he plays the Bucks, so I'm hesitant to play him again. But uh, let's move on to the next game, which is Broncos at Steelers. Broncos are getting seven, and the over/under is forty-one and a half. This is going to be a fun game. Uh, I took the Steelers and under because the Steelers' defense is going to give the Broncos some fits. And yeah, it is the, a lot but, of fits. Yeah, but the Broncos have. I like Drew Locke. He he's got to lock down some of the wildness. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I think he's a franchise quarterback for them for a long time. They've got a lot. They got a really good young team. 
I'd like it if they shored up their offensive line in the offseason. I think that's their biggest hurt. Uh, I just think Garrett Bowles ain't the guy. Uh, but I do like that they picked up Lloyd Cushenberry. I think that's a huge help. Sutton, is Sutton yep. I think he's active for this game, is he not? Uh, I think he is coming back from his hamstring this week, but A.J. Boye got moved to IR. Yeah, but the IR and this year is different. IR can be more than – just anything but more than three For this games. week. Yeah. Yeah, but for this week he's out. Bryce Callahan and Devontae Harris will be the guys covering uh, the Steelers, the Steelers wide receivers, and, yeah. and Big Ben could have a day. Yeah. I mean, they've got great safeties, though. So that's, yeah. that's the thing they got going for them. But they did also lose Von Miller with no warning – which you know, everybody loses pass rushers here and there, but they had no chance to bring in another. Yeah. Um, and they should have gone all in on Jay, on Clowney, really. Because um, uh, that would have been big They for didn't them. need Clowney at the time. Well, I guess, yeah, I guess they did. Was Clowney still available when Von Miller went out? I think, I want to say he was. Uh, but I know I know Broncos were were in on it. When they were, it was it came down to the Broncos and the Titans. But I don't think the Broncos I don't went think far they, enough. Yeah, they don't want to give a long term extension, a long term deal to Clowney because Von Miller yeah. will come back. Granny's getting old, and they got Bradley Chubb I mean, on the other side. He's, he's so old though. Wouldn't you want to lock up Chubb and Clowney for the next four years? Yeah, I mean instead of instead of Von Miller. Yeah, yeah. I mean I love Von Miller, but he's like he's thirty one. Gotta be like thirty six. No, he's thirty one. <laughs> Is he thirty one? Is that he's it? Thirty one. Yeah. He, he looks thir- he looks forty six. Well, that's a heroin. <laughs> but yeah, I think this is gonna be I think that's gonna be a really fun game. Uh, but I just don't the Steelers, that defense is just so it's so fast and so smothering. And yeah. Big Ben looks like he's back to his old form. So I just think I think the Steelers are gonna be I think they win that division. I don't know if the Ravens are gonna be able to beat them. Uh, yeah. So yeah, I'm gonna think- I'm gonna swallow the points and I'm gonna take the Steelers, but I think it's I don't know why I took under. I guess because the defense. I guess because the Steelers' defense is going to be so smothering. So I'll, I'll take the under. I on mean, it's very good chance that the Broncos score single-digit points. Yeah. Um, I just I'm kind of banking on the Steelers are just going to lay it on them. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> so yeah, I'm going to go ahead and say Steelers and over. Um, although yeah, under won't surprise me that much either. But but. For some reason, I just feel like Steelers are really going to put some points on the board, and I wouldn't be surprised if there's a defensive touchdown here and there. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, over. Yeah, I don't. Have a, yeah. I, I'm not going to fight you on that. I the over under on this one is that's a good line. Forty one and a half is such a that's a sharp line. Uh, what kills me is garbage touchdowns, garbage time. When you've got Joe Hayden and make it. Fitzpatrick back there. It's, I don't know that you can arrow it out for that even. Yeah, I but, don't, uh, I don't yeah, think so the Steelers are going to allow that. I don't think they're going to allow garbage time points. But yeah, let's not. move on to the game with the highest over-under. That's the Falcons at the Cowboys. The Falcons are getting 4.5, and, and the over-under is 52.5. I took the Falcons an over on this one. I think the Falcons are a better team. They just got... They had to play the Seahawks last week, and it, you just... Russell Wilson's going to win the MVP this year. I don't think he's he is the best player in the NFL. He's the best quarterback that's out there. I, t- I agree. Uh, uh, I totally agree with that. And, and now the Cowboys uh, have lost Leighton Van Der Esch. Uh, they lost, uh, oh, what's interior guy? From, who? Yeah, who else did they lose? Who, uh, I forgot. They lost somebody else. Pretty uh, Gerald McCoy. They lost Gerald McCoy at the beginning of the year. Uh, they lost Cam Irving, which is big, because that's another 
the right tackle. That's another offensive lineman. They lost Blake Jarwin. And looking at the – even while Blake oh, Jarwin is it. in, it looked like they were going to focus much more on the tight end. And then once he went out, they brought in – was it Dutch Schultz? Uh, uh, Dalton Schultz, who – Dalton Schultz, he, yeah. He, it looked, they he, focused I think on him. he was a third-round pick last year. Fourth round. Right. Fourth round in 2018. Fourth round, yeah. And he oh, looked like – they used him. They looked like they were still going to try and run that tight end – heavy or tight end focus mm-hmm. and it just wasn't working Dalton Schultz just ain't that guy so uh and also Leo Collins is out is injured so that offensive line is a lot more porous than it was going to you got Terrence Steele at right tackle yeah that's scary right there I mean yeah. that's that's the scariest part of the game um is that you got Terrence Steele there um but I'll I'm gonna, I'm gonna have a hot take I think this is gonna be the best game of the week I think this is going to end up being, and, and surprisingly so. I mean, just by looking at the, the matchups, you wouldn't say that. But I think, I think this is going to end up being a really good game, and it's going to be high scoring. You took the under, um, though. Uh, no, I didn't. You took the under. Oh God, you I, took I did under. not mean to hear. I did not mean to. It's take too under. late. It's already. Um, in. You're going to lose. <laughs> so uh, yeah. So uh, I, here's the deal. Um, Alden Smith came back from uh, what five years out of the NFL yeah. and looked fantastic and hungry. Mm-hmm. Uh, they got Dontari Poe in the middle there. Neville Gallimore, who I really liked for them in the third-round pick, uh, was rotating in the defensive tackle. DeMarcus Lawrence was fantastic. They picked up Everson Griffin, which was a great free agent pickup. Um, you know, they've got playmakers. Jay, their not, linebackers not in the secondary. Not in the secondary. And their own, the only linebacker Tra- is Jalen Smith. That's Tra- the only Diggs. Yeah, Trevon Diggs actually looked good last week, though, which surprised a lot of people. Um, and Awuzie's just, he's a body. Uh, I'll be honest, he's a body. Yeah. Darian Thompson's kind of just another solid body. But they're, but Jalen Smith running around back there is fantastic as a, as a linebacker. And uh, and their pass rush is so good um, that I think they're going to force some some crazy throws. And I think uh, their offense is fantastic. I mean, even without their their – they're tight end. I'll tell you, any other year, I'd have said I think they're hosed uh, because I don't think Jason Garrett was dynamic enough to, to change up the offense quickly. But I think uh, I think it was Mike uh, McCarthy. Yeah. I think he'll be fine. I think uh, he's got Kellen Moore as his OC, and I think they'll find a way to either get the ball more to Zeke or involve C.D. Lamb and, and Michael Gallup more, uh, using Amari Cooper almost as a decoy. Um, because they've got some stud receivers. C.B. Lamb looked really good. Yeah, he did. Um, and we already know Michael Gallup's good. Yeah. And Mari Cooper's Amari Cooper. So, yeah. I mean, they've got some absolute studs, and, and I'll be really interested. Yeah, I think this is going to be a really good game. I think it's going to be a come down to a field goal, and if I get four and a half points, I'm going to take whoever whoever I'm getting the points for, that's who I'm going to take on this one, because I think it is a close one. I think the Cowboys under underachieve, uh, but it is going to be a shootout, so I'll take Falcons and over. That's our first real disagreement. So that's going to be yeah, an interesting one yeah. to watch. I'm looking forward to paying attention to that. Uh, next one yeah. is the hobbled 49ers against the incompetent Jets. This is going to be a terrible game. This is not going to be fun to watch. <laughs> this will not be fun at all. No, you're not going to enjoy this. Yeah. No, uh, no. I mean, look, I think the Jets are going to get uh, – I'll explain mine first because we, we both know the 49ers are going to win this game. Let's do, so it's going to be hand- – the Jets are getting seven, and the over/under is forty-two and a half. So explain, explain yeah. what you got. 
So yeah, our, our agree- disagreement will be that I, I shockingly took the over. I know that's uh, going to be a controversial move there, uh, considering the Jets can can usually put up zero points and the 49ers are not going to put up 42 and a half. Uh, but uh, I think Richard Sherman's out. They got another injury in the wide receiving core. Uh, I think that the Jets will end up putting up, you know, 14, uh, maybe even maybe even 17 points, um, just due to the fact that the injury is so banged up for the 49ers. Um, I think they're going to lose horribly, uh, but I think they can put up just enough that adding it to the uh, 30 points the 49ers are going to end up putting on them, <laughs> that that'll uh, that'll push it to over. So because I think the 49ers are really going to put that, on, that many points on the board. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I think it'll end up being over. Yeah, I don't. I, I get what you're saying. Because um, it's garbage time. Yeah. Well, and bef- when we were talking about the draft and the off season, uh, I kept trying to say the the 49ers need another defender. The 49ers or another corner. They need another corner. And yeah, uh, yeah. Jason Barrett ain't it. He he can't stay healthy, and he's nicked up now, and he's their starting their starting corner. He's, and out I, this, he's out this week. Is he out officially? I knew he was nicked up. Richard Sherman. Richard no, Sherman? I know yeah, Richard I Sherman. I, I, is Jason Barrett. Oh 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 yeah. So sorry, Jason Barrett. Yeah yeah. He, he's nicked up this week. He's always hurt. Yeah, yeah yeah. Ever since he was with the Chargers. So I still I still think that the pass rush that the defense brings is going to give – I don't think your corners have to be big enough, uh, good enough just with all the pressure that they're going to be able to bring. And really the only the only offensive lineman I like on the Jets is Makai Becton, and he's a he's a raw rookie. Like he's – like beforehand people knew he was going to need some time to, to adjust. So – and who are they going to throw it to? Like their depth chart, they have two wide receivers on their depth chart, Rashad Perriman and Chris Hogan. Oh, and Jamison Crowder. Which is so they have one decent receiver, in James Crowder. Yeah, it's 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 brutal. I'm not gonna lie. But uh, Herndon is actually a really good tight end. Uh, Ryan Griffin yeah, was like able Herndon. to be a good tight end in their system. He's um, and, mediocre. You know, the last year he he put up a bunch of really good games uh, in their system. And then and then Chris Hogan, uh, he's one of those guys. You know, like you said only good for the Patriots. Um, he is fast though. Um, I don't know. I'm not going to completely write them off, um, but I think Crowder and Perryman do just well enough uh, that they can put up, you know, 14, 17 points. Let's not forget Le'Veon Bell is now on the IR for the year. So their running back is Frank Gore and They have LaMichael Perrine, Dan. They have LaMichael Perrine. I mean, don't you worry. They're yeah. fine. <laughs> but but Balazs and Gore are both from Gase's old uh, – Dumpster fire oh, in Miami, but not geez. to be confused with the new dumpster fire uh, in New York. It's supposed to comfort people that they know his terrible offense. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Maybe they can uh, trade him some blow for uh, for a playbook. Oh, wow. Let's wow. move on to the well, next. Let's go one. to Gates' old dumpster fire team that's uh, that's recovering. Yeah, which uh, which is the Dolphins. Uh, the Bills are playing at Dolphins this week, and I think it's closer than people think it'll be. Uh, I, I think the Bills still win this game. But, uh, uh, Dolphins are getting five and a half points. Uh, 41 is the over-under. I think I think that even though the Bills win, I think it'll be a slightly closer game than people think. My issue, How about you? My issue with it is I actually think the Dolphins' defense is pretty good. <laughs> um, 
who did they play last week? I just flipped my mind. I knew about it until right uh, when Patriots. 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 So the Patriots offense, I think, will be – I think it's going to be bad. I think it's going to be a little bit better than it looked like against the Dolphins because Cam Newton's still learning and everything, still learning that offense. But I think that defense is really good. I think the Dolphins' offense is – Incapable. They're just they lost. So Devonte Parker is injured, uh, and I don't think he's playing this week. So now I don't really. I mean, Preston Williams is a nice. Isn't he always? Uh, yeah, I know. But Preston Williams is a nice too, but he's not. He's not the guy. Uh, their offensive line is very young, and I, Mike is sick. He's a pretty good tight end, although they don't seem to use him. And their running back group is. It's a bunch of twos. It's no, there's not not starters. So I just I mean, don't see the them. There are that offense is already going to struggle. Then you have to go up against the Bills defense. I just don't see them putting up. I mean, if they put up ten points, I'd be shocked. Uh, wow. Of course. Wow. Well, okay. you know what they the Bills allowed the Jets to come back. So a lot of it depends on that. That could have been being rusty, and also and a lot of it is does Josh Allen turn over the ball twice in the red zone for him? So. Mm-hmm. I just I think mm-hmm. the Bills are going to come out and be a little bit more stout than they were last week. I think uh, I think the game ends up being twenty four to ten. Fair enough. Yeah, that's probably that's probably fairly accurate. Um, I think uh, I think Preston Williams is better than people think. I think he the first half of the season before he got injured last year he was on like record breaking pace. He was doing so well. Um, part of that is just Ryan Fitzpatrick throwing it up. So, you know, throwing it up in the air all the time. But um, Matt Breida and Howard, you're right. I mean, they're number twos, um, but they're decent enough to get some push. I just, you know, Austin Jackson's got to mature fast. Solomon Kinley's got to mature fast. Um, you know. I like Robert uh, Hunt Eric a Flowers. lot. I think he's going to be really good. But it's still, he's coming from Louisiana Tech where he's not going up against these. He wasn't going up against the big boys mm-hmm. like he is now. But I think he's going to be a really good I thought he played more guard. They got him as, as a backup right tackle. I thought he would play guard, but okay. Yeah. No, they're 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 tight ends are a bunch of twos. But, but, <laughs> but uh, just say he's going to be good. Think... I'm telling you, I don't know why they have him as the second tight end. Dur- Durham Smith is the first. Mike Gusecki's the starting yeah. tight end, and he's that is one athletic dude. Uh, I just don't think they've got. You don't have to worry about him too much because, I mean, the receiving core is just kind of bad. It would be interesting to see if they put in Lynn Bowden uh, and got him working now that Devontae Parker's out because they just acquired him from the Raiders for practically nothing. Yeah. No, I, I agree. Um, no, it's, well, for nothing, right? Didn't they? Oh, yeah, like a six-round yeah. pick? He, well, uh, and so he was a third-rounder this year? He was a third-round pick. And then they got him for like a fifth round. Yeah, yeah, it was crazy. Yeah, um, I he must have so, some issues. Yeah, so we'll we'll see how he works out. But uh, no, I think it's going to be Bills. I actually think it'll be over. Um, yeah. I put over like you. Uh, I think, I think the Dolphins actually are capable of putting up, you know, thirteen to sixteen points, um, which isn't saying a lot. But uh, thirteen to sixteen points against the Bills defense is a lot considering what they have. And I think the Bills, I mean, I think they're going to put up, they're going to put up 28. Uh, I, I really think so. I think, I think Stephon Diggs uh, is going to have a big game. Uh, I think, 
I think Josh Allen's going to have a big game. Cam Newton had a big game against him running the ball, and Josh Allen, I think he's better. I think he's a younger Cam Newton. Yeah, um, I agree. So, yeah, so I think I think they're going to have kind of a field day. Uh, so, yeah, I think it's going to be building over. Okay. Uh, next game is Vikings at the Colts. The Vikings are getting three points, and the over-under is 48-and-a-half. I think the Colts are better than you think they are, and I think the Vikings are yeah. not as good as I thought they were going to be. Uh, one of the big yeah, reasons yeah. is they lost Danielle Hunter. Uh, I thought having Danielle Hunter on one side and Yannick Ngakwe on the other was gonna make it was gonna make up for the fact that they have no interior uh, pass rush or mm-hmm. anything on the interior. But then they lose Daniel Hunter for the year, and they don't have the corners to be able to to get to be able to hold anybody. Like you either have to have a pass rush to help uh, a bad secondary, or you have to have a really good secondary to make up for the pass, fact that you have no pass rush. The only thing they others I really like is their linebackers, but I I think their secondary will get better because I do like Cameron Dantzler and Jeff Gladney, but they kind of got thrown in the fire last week um, with Mike Hughes getting nicked up. So I, I now just, Mike Hughes is back, right? He I think he's going to play this game. I think he was just out for half of last game. Yeah. But yeah, I, they just don't have any pass rush. Is pretty good. Yeah, they have no pass rush, and that Colts offensive line is really, really good. The and the problem with having no 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 guys up front in the front four is that not only do they have no, are they not going to be able to do anything against a, a mediocre offensive line? The Colts have probably the best offensive line in the NFL, uh, maybe second best after Saints. And they've got two really good running backs. I think Jonathan Taylor's going to be rookie of the year. And he'll, I think he's going to get a lot more of the the workload this this week. Uh, Phillip Rivers is limiting on what you can do. But that just kind of empowers your running backs that much more because he likes to check down on to them so much. Uh, I am taking the Colts and under on this one. I don't think it's going to be very... I think it's going to be mostly a running game at, at both at both sides, but I think the Colts have a much better defense than the Vikings do. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's hard to hard to discount. Um, I think Mike Hughes is a pretty solid corner. I, I think Cam Cam Dantzler showed some pretty good flashes last week, um, although he, they all kind of got torched. Yeah. But uh, I don't think Cam Dantzler is going to be there like to like week eight. Um, I do. I, th- I am impressed that he already overtook Jeff Gladney uh, for the other starting corner spot. So that was. That was impressive, but uh, but you're right. I mean, they got a little bit of a pass rushing in Glockway, but they need somebody else on either side to come up and do something. Um, and I don't know that they have that person on the roster. Um, but their linebackers are fantastic. Uh, their offense is still pretty solid. I mean, they put up 34 points last week. I think uh, I think the Vikings are going to be able to pull this off. I'm, I'm just not a huge believer in the Colts yet, only because I'm not a believer in Philip Rivers. But you're going to throw some picks towards the end. You're Where's more of a believer in Kirk because I think these both these teams are fairly similar. Well, not even that much because I think quarterback wise, it's kind of a push. I'd give it slightly more to Kirk Cousins, maybe, but it seems like Zimmer does not like. He doesn't trust Cousins at all. I think they had, he had six pass attempts in the first half last game, so yeah. I, I don't think he trusts them that much. I like the receiving core on both sides. Uh, I, the Colts have a better offensive line. They have a better defense in general. I just don't. I I, I would take, and I think Dalvin Cook is really good. I think Jonathan Taylor is a better running. Will end up being a better running back and will be able to stay healthy longer than Dalvin Cook. I just I think the Colts 
I I think they're gonna bounce. I think they're gonna bounce back from the Jags loss, and I think they're going to be. I think they're gonna do it, but I think it's gonna be a grinding, grinding game. It's not gonna be fun to watch. So I'm taking Colts and under. Just just don't don't sleep on the guy. A lot of people are, which is Alexander Mad- Madison. Mm-hmm. Um, he looked really good last year. Yeah, I agree. Uh, in limited play, and and he came out this past week. He had six rushes for 50 yards, uh, as compared to the 12 rushes for 50 of Dalvin Cook. Uh, and he got four catches for 30 yards and just kind of established himself as a legitimate weapon on that team. Uh, and then Adam Thielen looked like his old self again. Um, I hit, it always cracks me to say his name, but Ola BC, Ola BC Johnson. Yeah. Uh, he was one of those guys that I couldn't tell. He's like a solid role player last year, and I was wondering if that was just like out of desperation or if he's legitimately like a decent player and it just kind of looks like he is gonna he, he reminds me of like a kevin walter but he, he's gonna always get you like 50 to 70 yards a game like he's never gonna he's, he's not gonna be your 150 yard guy yeah he's gonna be like a solid 50 to 70 tough yards over the middle kind of guy moving the chains and uh and justin jefferson you know he's a rookie he's only had a couple of catches last week but i, I think, think he'll he get good. a little bit more involved yeah i think he'll get a little more involved i really like herb smith jr I want to see him get a, a few more looks. I think probably this week he does. Uh, I don't know, uh, but he's one of their tight ends. That he's just—he's really athletic. He's really, really good-looking tight end out there. Um, I don't know. I think I agree with you. I don't love Kirk Cousins, but I love his offensive weapons more, um, only because I think Cook kind of wash, is a wash with Jonathan Taylor. I mean, I mean, Cook gets the nod over Jonathan Taylor so far. But yeah, change. I think I think um, by the end of this game, it could change. You start you start questioning that. Yeah. I think by the end of this game. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I don't know. I like the the Colts wide receiver Paris Campbell, T. Y. Hilton, Michael Pittman, and Zach Pascal is not too shabby. That's not a bad receiving core. Now tight end. Did Pittman have a catch? Oh yeah, he had a catch last week. Yeah, and I think uh, he'll end up being better. I mean, I think Pittman and Justin Jefferson are about. That's a push. Um, Ty and Thielen feel like about a push, um, and so and I think Paris Campbell is going to end up being really good. So I think he's better than Tajay Sharp or all the BC Johnson. I don't know, man. Ty Ty three years ago, I'd agree with. I don't know. I don't know if he's still going to be that good. Yeah, I mean, I think Adam Thielen's falling off too. I think they're both. They were both rock star wide receivers in their day, and they're both kind of aging. But I, if I yeah. get, but if I get, and, and so much, so much of football is won in the trenches, and the Colts have a much better offensive line and a much better defense, and I just, I'm just, yeah, I'm gonna leave with that. So that's another one that we, I'm glad because we we agreed on quite a few of these this week, and I, that annoys the hell out of me. Uh, let's move on <laughs> to Lions at Packers. So the Lions are getting six points. The over under is forty nine and a half. I think this is going to be a shootout because I think the Packers' defense is good, but not as good as people are saying. Like I think I think they take a step back from from last week, uh, and the Lions can score, but the Lions have to play the Bears, who are a really good defense. So I think the Lions' offense is better. Um, I think the Packers win this. But I think it's I think they win by in the most Lions way fashionable. Uh, I think they win they the Packers win by a late field goal. So 
So I think in Green Bay, the Packers take an early lead against the Lions, and I think that they're going to run the ball a little bit more this week uh, than they did last week to keep the ball out of Stafford's hands. So that's the only reason I think it'll be lower scoring. I think it's still going to come right up against that 49.5 points. I think it's going to be pretty tight. Um, but uh, but I could see this being, you know, a, a 24 to 20, well, you know, 24 to, to 17 games, something along those lines. Um, and again, I don't think that the Lions can't score. I think they're actually a really good team. Um, but I think being in Green Bay, and if they can keep the ball out of his hands, they can keep it low, low scoring. So uh, relatively low scoring. So I, I'm going to say Packers, but I'm going to say under. Okay, fair enough. Um, next one is Giants at the Bears. Giants are getting five and a half. The over-under is 42. Uh, I took Giants and under. I think the Giants are a better team than what we saw last week. I think the Steelers are just a really, really, really good team. Uh, the Bears are a good defense, but I think you can only have you can only do that for so long until the, your defense just gets exhausted. And they were on the field so much Great. last week that I think they're still going to come out being tired. So I think the Giants they just have so many weapons, and I think that defense is a little bit better than people give them credit for as well. Uh, they're young. It's a really young team. It's a really really young offensive line, but I think. Uh, I think the Giants are. I think they end up being like a seven and nine team. I think they're going to have some pretty decent wins, and I, it's just going to be an ugly game. It's going to be a really ugly game. So I agree. I think this is. I think this is why this ends up being the way it is. Uh, I think the Giants are going to win, and I think it's going to be like seven to zero. Because I. I, I, I don't think I, – okay, I think the Giants are really good, and, and I agree with pretty much every point you said there about the Giants. Mm-hmm. Uh, the only thing is they do have a lot of rookies on the O-line, and this is the Bears' defense. So I think that they're going to put all kinds of pressure on them and, you know, and, and really make it hard for them to score. Uh, I think they will get at least one good score in there, uh, maybe two. Um, but I wouldn't guess more than 14 points for the Giants against the Bears just because of that offensive line against the Bears D-line. Um, however, I just still cannot find a single playmaker on the Bears that's able to put up points. Yeah. So I, I, I don't see how they score ever against anybody. I mean, I think it's the, one of the worst offenses I've ever seen. Um, and I, I mean, I love Allen Robinson, but I understand. He's the only one. And, he's, and he wants to leave. Like, now he's saying, oh, no, yeah, I don't he, want he to leave. To no, he wants to get. I feel bad for Allen Robinson. He's such a good wide receiver, but he's been stuck with the trash mm-hmm. Jags and the trash Bears. And I was gonna say, yeah, the Bortles out. and Trubisky. Yeah, oh, can you imagine? Poor man. Yeah, he, he, he's gonna be the dude that goes. You know what? I don't get cared if I. I don't, I don't care if I get paid a dollar. I'm gonna go be the third guy on the books. Yeah. Or I'm gonna go be the. You know, like I'm gonna be. Where well, things you know, are going, I, he might be the first guy on the books. Yeah. Well, that's true. Uh, you know, and you know what? That's not a bad place for the Bucks to trade. Yeah. Uh, or a bad team to trade for. Yeah. Um, but yeah, he's such a gifted receiver. If he had one good quarterback, my God, uh, he'd be a household name. Yeah, you know, uh, he would be like but, a top, uh, he would be a first round uh, pick in the in the draft in fantasy football. I oh, think. Ab- absolutely, no doubt. Yes, totally agree. Uh, um, he was with the Jags, but it was all garbage time. Yeah, nothing so, you can do. Uh, yeah, so I'm, I'm going Giants and under. All right, let's move on to Jags at, at Titans, which I think is going to be a more interesting game than people are giving credit for. And we disagree on this one, so I'm excited about it. So the Jags are getting nine points, which is pretty hefty. That's tied for the most this week. And uh, the over-under is 42.5. Uh, 
I watched the Jags last week against the the Colts. The Colts have a good defense. The Jags have, you know what? Minshew looks better than he did last year. Minshew looks like he can be a legit quarterback in this league. And I know you're gonna you're gonna much disagree with me on that, but I think Gardner can play. <laughs> now I'm already prepared, and their wide receiving core is really good. DJ Chark, Lavisca Chenault looks like he's gonna be good. Uh, Chris Conley and D.D. Westbrook and Keelan Cole are all, I mean, it's a pretty deep wide receiving core. And Tyler Eifert, if he can stay healthy, is nasty. Now, granted, if he can stay healthy. And then on the other side, they picked up a lot of good players. They got, I want to see more Caleb on, Chase on to see. I don't, their pass rush, I'm not thrilled with. But C.J. Henderson is already, like, he is showing that he's that first-round pick you went out and got. He looks like he's going to be good. He had a huge play at the end of the game to to win it. And I, I tell you what, the Titans, I think, are going to be a good team too. But they lost their right tackle. Uh, I don't trust Dennis Kelly. And I, I, I think it's going to be a close game. I think this is going to be one of the most fun games all week. But if I get nine points, I think this is going to come down to a touchdown at best. And so I'm gonna if I get nine points, I am taking that, and I'm gonna take the over because I think it's gonna be a pretty pretty high scoring game. Fair enough. Um, my thought on this game is that Clowney's gonna have a big game. Uh, I think he's gonna be able to have a big game against his team. Um, I don't love the secondary, other than well, it's not true. I like the I like the safeties of the Titans, but the corners are are pretty terrible. Yeah, I agree. Um, I think it's gonna be higher scoring than people think as a whole um but i don't know i just i think the titans are going to be able to win by 10 i i hate the nine because when i looked at the game i immediately looked and said you know what the Titans are going to win by 10 <laughs> so a nine point uh nine points to the jags really scares me um because that's a pretty tight window but i think derrick henry is going to be able to get the ball rolling uh i think edgy brown gets a little bit more involved than he did last week um and I think you see why some of the Titans' defense was so good last year. Um, they only lost one corner. I mean, they, it's not like they lost a lot. And they've added Clowney. So I think they have a chance to step back up and, and dominate this game. And I think they will because I think Vrabel's a better coach. Um, but we'll see. Oh, well, yeah. yeah I, no, I, I definitely ahead. think Vrabel's the better coach in this situation. But uh i'm gonna say titans and over though okay fair enough uh yeah i'm i'm actually looking forward to jags and titans i didn't think i'd say that but i think i think the jags are gonna be kind of fun to watch this year i think they're gonna be i think they're gonna be dangerous next year i don't because i they're not gonna get the first pick in the draft so they're not gonna get trevor lawrence i don't think they're gonna be bad enough to get justin fields i think they roll with gardner Minshew for another year god you may you may be right I don't. I mean, he agent. he 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 was 95% completions and three touchdowns last year last week. You don't bad quarterbacks don't do that. That doesn't especially with the amount that he threw. I have to look up and see exactly what what uh, what the stats were on that. But he 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 was heaving it quite a bit. And uh, bad quarterbacks can't do something like that. And he's he's always been. He's never been one to turn the ball over a lot, which for the Jags, and if you put all that other talent around somebody, that's all you kind of really need. I don't know if you can win a Super Bowl I mean, with them, but, like, but I think he can take you, I think he can give you quite a bit. 
No, but imagine if they uh, imagine if they grab Dak Prescott. You know, uh, give him a I think that's a lateral move. I think Dak Dak Prescott to Gardner Minshew is a lateral move. Oh, I think Prescott's better than Minshew. But but either way, uh, point being, if, if they were able to grab a guy they thought was their stud, stud quarterback, but then use their picks on the O lineman and build a solid O line in front mm-hmm. of them. That that, in my opinion, would be a better move than even going after Lawrence. I mean, I just feel like they're really close. Yeah. Um, they just they, they need the biggest piece though. Um, so yeah, no, I, we'll see. I hope I hope both of them play terribly. Yeah. <laughs> Being a Texas fan, so I don't like this at all. At this uh, point, I'm kind of just—I just, just kind of want to watch the world burn with the Texans, just so we can move on from Bill O'Brien, because that's—that's that's the hardest part. The hardest part is I like to agree with you, not being able to root for your team because he gets—he'll get just enough wins to where they're like, well, he beat this one team in Week Six, like yeah, but then he got embarrassed. He—I've never seen a man—I've never seen a team get demolished two playoff games in a row in the same year and still keep their head coach. Like, they got demolished by the Bills. Let's be honest. Deshaun Watson won that game. You can't call it demolished if they won. No, Bill O'Brien got demolished because they they got (laughs) destroyed. They won the game. No, Deshaun Watson came out and and willed his way to that win. Deshaun Watson overcame Bill O'Brien. quarterback can overcome a bad coach now. Yeah. Yeah, I see. Yeah. Not when it's Baker Mayfield, but all right. Baker Mayfield cannot overcome. No, there are very few quarterbacks that can do it. That's a a high-tier ability. So, yeah, Gardner Mitchell was 19 for 20 for 173 yards and three touchdowns. That's uh, That's not a lot of yards. No, it's not a lot of yards. But he also rushed five times for 20, and, and he got the win. Yeah, no, he did. No, he did. I, I give him credit. He did a good job. And the Colts are a tough D. I think he's going to – well, Titans are going to be a tough D. I don't know. They. I think you're going to see – they play the Jaguars next week uh, and for Thursday night football. And I'm telling you what, I think the Jags are going to – I think they're going to take down the Dolphins pretty handily on that one. And then they play the Bengals. Then they play the Texans. Then the Lions. That's a lot of garbage teams. Then the Chargers, who can't score on offense. Then the Jaguars. Then the Texans again. The t- Jaguars are going to have a, I, I think by week, Lizette, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. By week eight, uh, I think the Jags have a better record than the Texans. I mean, it's, yeah, it's hard to argue, honestly. Uh, <laughs> it's, I wish it was. The Texans, hard to argue. the Texans are in danger of being the worst team in the division. They really are. Yeah. Uh, yeah, no, again, it's hard hard to hard to disagree in fact we'll just if you want to we could just skip ahead because we already started talking about a bunch and uh one game and talk about the the ravens texans um well we got I we got one texans. In be- we got one in between let's let's do the all washington right, we'll, football right. team against the arizona cardinals so the washington football team's getting six and a half and the over under is 47 and a half so i took the cardinals and under and you took the washington football team and under so we i took football team you took football team, yeah. So you just put football <laughs> yeah. team, yeah. <laughs> just put football team under. I, I feel I feel like it covers me because at the end of the week I can say I didn't tell you which football team. That's a good uh, point. <laughs> uh, it's like it's like uh, calling your, uh, your 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 team the bye week. Uh, yeah. So no uh, football team and under. I, you know what? Um, I like the the six and a half points. Uh, I think it's going to be a low scoring game. So if it's low scoring. Six and a half points is a big window. You yeah. know what I mean. Yeah. And uh, and I think that uh, I think that that front four or whatever for the uh, for the the football team, I guess we'll call them. Yeah. Uh, I just think they're they look really good. Yeah. And 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 I also think that uh, 
Cardinals could take an early lead and run the ball a lot. Um, so, yeah, I don't, I don't, and I don't see, I don't see a f- football team putting a lot of points on the board either. So I, I'm just going to say football team uh, plus six and a half points and then under. Yeah, I think it's going to end up being about twenty-four to seven um, Cardinals, just because I agree that Washington football team is their defense is really good. They just can't. And, but the Cardinals defense, I think, is better than people give it credit for. Uh, I think they're a little weak up the middle. So I I imagine the Washington football team is going to run on them. Uh, but you, you know what? Stack the box. Dare, dare Drew Haskins to throw on you. And the Cardinals, that offense is – Kyler Murray is so electric. And now that he's actually got DeAndre Hopkins and he's got – he can throw it like that's huge. I wish he had more weapons. I think I mean yeah, an aging Larry Fitzgerald and Christian Kirk is just not the receiver that uh, they thought he was going to be. So I wish I hope he gets another receiver in the future. But just between those two, like that connection, and then you've got King and Drake and Chase Edmonds who are both really good running backs. I just think that offense is going to be hard to stop. So I took Cardinals and under. Yeah, I'm gonna be honest. This game and the next game uh, that we pick, I I honestly we had, we'd agreed on so many. I think I just went contrary just to, so it'd be more interesting. Good. Because um, yeah, I, I know, the more I look into this, I, I, don't, I don't know, know what you were thinking on this. So it's Ravens at Texans. Texans are getting seven, which is not near enough, and the over under is fifty one and a half, which is the second highest uh, over under for the week, and I took Ravens and over because obviously the Ravens are gonna win. They're gonna win. The only, pro- the only problem with the seven is, and this is what the Texans do, is uh, you saw it last week. They, garbage time touchdown. Yeah, they get destroyed, yep. and then they have a bunch of garbage time uh, points at the end of the game because the defenses start putting in their, their B squad. And the Texans, well, we moved the ball. Well, we had we did better in the second half. That's because the team put in their B squad. You didn't, you didn't achieve anything. You just... You failed upwards, and so yeah, I I will eat the seven all day long. But I think the garbage points make it over. Now explain yeah, yourself. Explain your pick. I, I I just had to I just had to argue on this one. Uh, I think the Ravens are going to win by about twenty one points. I think. Uh, I, well, let me put it this way. I think the fourth quarter will start with the Ravens up by about twenty one. Yeah. And then and then I think Watson will put up about fourteen points. Uh, still, it'll be a push. I don't. I don't but, think it'll. Uh, they won't. The Ravens won't let them get that close. I. Uh, it's. It's maybe gonna not. Be... Uh, it, it's at home. Uh, I think that the Chiefs didn't let off the gas last week at all. Their defense um, did. The their defense, defense most definitely so, let off the gas. Oh, their defense. Yeah, played bend but not don't break. Yeah, no, absolutely. Uh, their offense didn't. Didn't is what I mean. Uh, so what I was gonna say is I think the defense is a little bit better than you know the first half showed. Last week, um, I think that Greenard's going to play and could be a refreshing pass rush potentially. He's potentially, a, he's a uh, I think John Reed showed that uh, he's a pretty decent corner last week, and we'll actually get to uh, cover some better players. And, and and you know they don't really have a receiver that's that scary. I think he'll have to cover Snead a little bit. I, don't think, I, I think Roby can handle Marquise. Uh, what's the, what's the, Marquise Brown? Brown. Yeah. Marquise Brown. Yeah, but uh, I think Lamar Jackson's just going to just beat us up. And um, and I think he's going to run all over us. Um, I really don't know, you know, what, what they can do to, to stop that. I, I, they, just, they have no answer. Uh, they lost Reader. I don't think Ross Black, Blacklock is ready to step into that role no. yet. I think he will be one day, but not yet. Yeah. Um, in fact, I think he played like 10% of snaps last week. 
Um, so you just haven't been able to learn it all yet. Um, but I think, yeah, I'm going to say Texans and over. I mean, I know it's going to be over. Um, and it's at home, so gar- and garbage time points allowed, fine. I'll take Texans. Okay. Uh, I mean, enjoy the loss. Uh, so the prop that you put up is Lamar Jackson rushing over under 48 yards. I'm taking the over. The Texans are terrible against uh, mobile quarterbacks. And really uh, it's going to be, yeah, he's going to have like 75 rushing yards at least. Yeah. No, I, I think he will too. I think he could top all 100. Uh, I was hoping he'd be a sucker because they had a bad he had a bad rushing week last week and uh, and take the under, but yeah, yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be over. Uh, so the next one is Chiefs at Chargers. Chargers are getting eight and a half, and the over under is forty seven and a half. It's it's Chiefs and under just because I don't think the Chargers can score points. I don't think that uh, I like Ty, Tyrod Taylor as a person so much, but I just don't think he's he can. He, I just don't think he can play. I just don't think he can do it. And the Chiefs defense looks better than they did last year. Of course, that could just be to an anemic Texans uh, passing ability. But I, uh, I'm i taking Chiefs and under. 47 and a half is quite I'm a going, I think it's going to be Chiefs and way over. Uh, I actually think the Chargers will be able to score. Uh, I think Eckler didn't play his best game last week, but I think he'll be he'll do better. Uh, I think Joshua Kelly looks really good. I, do, I think yeah, he'll do like better. Joshua Kelly. Yeah. And then, and then Mike Williams is, has another week to get a little stronger. And they're playing at home, so I think I think the Chargers are able to put up, you know, 17, 20 points, maybe even twenty one points. Yeah. Um, but the Chiefs are gonna have a monster game and put up thirty. Uh, I think it's gonna be because I mean, the Chiefs, the Chiefs. I don't care what defense you put out there, they're scoring thirty points. I don't. Uh, so I, I so don't, when I look at the over under, the Chiefs saying, are gonna. <laughs> I think they're gonna struggle against. They're much more so than they get against the Texans. I think they're gonna actually. That that Chargers defense is really good. I think they're gonna be on the field a lot. But that Chargers defense is really good. They got about three different corners that can ball out. And uh, the thing is, the thing is, Mahomes is so good at exploiting that matchup that it just takes the you know the one rough corner up against Tyree Kill in this one play, and there's a 70-yard pass for a touchdown. Yeah, uh, it's just, I just, it's just he's so he's so unbeatable to me. Um, with, with Andy Reid, it's that dynamic duo of the two that's just unreal. Oh, I don't, um, oh no, they're not going to beat them. That's why I'm swallowing the eight and a half. Uh, but I think yeah, I yeah. think they win by I think the Chiefs win by ten points. All right, cool, interesting. Yeah, uh, the next one is Pats at Seahawks. Uh, the Patriots are getting four points. This is the second time that they've been the. Is that a uh, joke? I know they're getting four points, and the over under is forty-five. Seattle? Yeah. Now, now, granted, Seattle doesn't have anyone in the fans, and that does make a huge difference because they've got that that sixth man or whatever the the but you're still flying five and a half hours across country yeah six hours across country to uh in a t- way different time zone um now to be fair i think it's a night game so it's not going to be as bad for them as if it were a noon game you know yeah. um but uh geez man this is uh I think the Seahawks are going to crush them i do too i think they're going to crush them yeah i think the pats might put up 14 points and I think the Seahawks put up thirty. I mean, just stack the box and don't let, uh, don't let. What's his name? Cam Newton. Which is easier said than done. I get that, but you don't really have to. Uh, you don't have to worry about them passing to anybody. And the defense, the Seahawks defense is not great. They've got good linebackers. 
and they've got a good secondary. But Jamal Adams can. I, I tell you what, you have Jamal Adams just just kind of, uh, which you don't usually do with a safety, but you just kind of have him spy on Cam Newton and take him out of the game. I actually and forgot just, they had. Yeah. Him. Oh, he was I actually all forgot they had Jamal Adams now. Over the place last week. Uh, but yeah, you just have Jamal Adams kind of spy on uh, Cam Newton, and I think that kind of takes him out of the game. And then you just make you you make the Patriots beat you with all their other players, which they really don't have. So yeah, I'm with you. Seahawks I, I, and over. I don't think that one's even a tough one. I mean, one. this is the yeah, this is like a, uh, I mean, just the just the the, the line. That's my stone. I mean, I, I that's my stone put, cold lock. I might have to put real money on that. Like. You know, calling call Vegas, whatever. I need to put yeah. some real money on that because that, that's hilarious. Four points at Seattle. Jesus. Are we doing locks again? Uh, I just decided I just decided with that game that uh, I, I'm doing that as my lock. That, that would be my lock as well. <laughs> well <laughs> you, I didn't know we were doing locks. Snooze, you lose, Grandpa. <laughs> <laughs> you jerk. Uh, yeah, so uh, I'll say, you know what, though? You know what, though? I'll give you – oh, wait. Does Locke have to cover over and under as well, or is it just on the points? Um, I think it's just the points. Yeah, we'll just say here, the right? points. I mean, the over-under is kind of yeah, – I'm not too tight on that. All right, so you're going to take the next one, which is the Monday night game, Saints at Raiders. Yep. Uh, the Raiders are getting five and a half. The over-under is 49 and a half. Uh, I have Saints and under. You have Saints and over, and that's your lock. Yeah, yeah I, I think it's going to be a 14-point victory by dude, the Saints. Dude, uh, I don't know. Um, I know. I mean, Raiders are good. Don't get me wrong. Who the, I think who the, the Raiders Saints, are good. Who are the Saints going to throw to? The Saints' defense is really good. I agree, but, uh, but they, can't, the, they can't catch the ball. Kamara, yeah, yeah. But, but uh, Jared Cook can. Emmanuel Sanders can. Hand. He's not, you know, exciting, but he can. Boy, um, that's that's a tight end and uh, aging receiver that's been nicked up a lot. And Alvin Kamara, um, mm-hmm. and then Tyree Kill is going to do some gimmicky plays like he always does. Sean Payton, he's an offensive guru. He's going to find a way to make Tyree Kill. I don't think, get the best I, out of him. I Ty- think Deontay Harris makes a name for him. Tyree Kill is probably not going to be able to play for the Saints. I think he's playing for the Chiefs. That Taysom week. Hill, shut up. Taysom Hill, uh, yeah, I think you, you've got one more game for for those uh, that O line to kind of gel together because they had a little bit of a rough game last week. Yeah, um, but they're they're studs on that line, so I think uh, yeah, I think Kamara will be used in the passing game more, and maybe use Murray as the back. Maybe you know, maybe even have Kamara up as the slot receiver, and then have Sanders and Deontay Harris out there, and you got all kinds of speed. So I'm not worried about their ability to score, um, but I think that their defense is going to smother the Raiders. I just do. I mean, I think Josh Jacobs is still going to get his. Like he's going to get, you know, 105 yards and, and a touchdown or two. But but I think that's all the points they get. Uh, I think a lot of it depends on Ruggs. If Ruggs can stay healthy, I think the Raiders put up a pretty good he, he fight. And if he does, Marshawn Lattimore will be blanketing him. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, he, he took Evans completely out of the game last week. He did. He took Mike Evans out. Yeah. <laughs> like, you're going to give him a rookie and scare him? Good luck. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, I just I, I think it's going to be a closer game, and I think both teams are going to have uh, are going to have a hard time scoring. So, uh, uh, yeah, uh, we we will see. I could be way off on this one, uh, but uh, yeah, I feel like if, if the Saints 
defense had gotten hurt, you know, if they lost Marshawn, Marshawn Lattimore or something like that that's instead weird. of Michael Thomas. But that's that's. I feel like be, those are equivalent. I feel like those two players are equivalent on just different side, different sides of the ball. They are, they are. But what I'm saying is, on the offense side of the ball, you have Sean Payton. That's so true. if they if, if you know and, and so he can make up for it whereas if they lost like Lattimore I don't know that he could have helped the defense make up for something like that yeah but but making up for I mean Michael Thomas honestly last week didn't do that much so uh, he had three catches well that's because he got rolled so, uh, up on pretty early yeah but they still scored so uh, I think they'll be fine okay all right well that wraps everything up uh we'll come back oh not Tuesday because uh we are off next week but uh, we'll come back and uh, later next week. Yeah, later <laughs> next week, and uh, see how we did, and then have to put up new ones for uh, for the future. So, all right, see you then. All right, see you then.